Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, March 21st, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, happy spring. Yeah. It's nice to talk to you. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. That's a different podcast, not our podcast. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. That's all right. We're not, you know, encroaching <laughs> on NPRs. It's the, New, it's the New York rather than the copyright infringement. Yeah. yeah. That's very good. Um, so, uh, how have you been? We haven't chatted in a while. It's been a. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> been an interesting couple uh, days for me, I know. How about you? I was going to say, you've had a more interesting time of it the last week than I have, for sure, considering you were here, but. But mostly in spirit more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. And if you heard my episode on Thursday with Grace, it has been a journey on my last New York trip. Certainly not how I intended that trip to go. Missed a total of nine shows yeah. between flight cancellations and extreme abdominal pain, which has fortunately, yeah. knock on wood, cleared up significantly to the fact that I had two really good days of seeing shows with family. Um, and... Uh, you know, I'm back in, in Orlando and all things went well. Lots of people to thank, including um, Shane Marshall Brown and Nina Ward from the press Hell room, yeah. who were phenomenal. Um, friend Oliver Roth, Eden Espinosa, Nick Walker, uh, Janie Willison, um, and a Dropped lot of other people. Some names. Who, yeah. yeah. I mean, did some, you know, really came in clutch for me to win some uh, best uncle points uh, with my niece, Courtney. <laughs> I am her only uncle, so she actually said, you're, you're, you're the best uncle I've ever had. I was like, thanks, Courtney. Nice. Yeah. She knew exactly what default. she was saying. It's a good yeah. default. Yeah, she's yeah. smart. She knows. She Clearly. knows. She doesn't like fan of the opera, uh, so you know true. she's smart. Yep. So she dropped that nugget on uh, Thursday's episode if you need to go back and listen <laughs> to that. So, um, But on the uh, in the podcast feed over the weekend, on This Week on Broadway, James, Peter, and Michael talked about a number of things, mostly um, either off-Broadway or out of town. They talk... Um, about Sam Harris, 54 Below, Big Fish at Musical Theater Southwest. They did talk about A Touch of the Poet at Irish Rep and On Sugarland at New York Theater Workshop, which is one of the shows that I didn't get to see that I was supposed to, but yeah. they actually canceled that one. There was a non-COVID <laughs> illness on Saturday, so even if my flight had come in on Saturday, I wasn't going to see it. Um, but either way, listen to that. A great Isn't episode. That? Well, I mean... Still, just like still the, disappointed. Just like everything else yeah, that happened. I know. Absolutely exactly. poetic justice, clearly. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you all for your kind words on Twitter. It certainly did not go the way I wanted to, but I'll be back in May because I've got the third show of the Encore season. And uh, what's that? That's Into the Woods. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll be seeing Christian okay, okay. Borrell on two straight trips since I did and see... And his arms. Yeah. And his arms. Um, my niece absolutely loved Christian Borrell in Little Shop of Horrors, which... She's correct. Obvi. So, absolutely. All right, let's get into some news here, Ashley. And we're going to talk about some show and casting news. And we are going to start not in New York City. Not in London, but we're going to start in St. Louis, Missouri, oh, as the complete Missouri, cast. Missouri. My grandfather is from Missouri and, and Arkansas. My partner is from Missouri, and they don't. My say grandfather Missouri. says my grand. Well, my grandfather would be turning eighty nine this year. He passed away a while ago, but he said Missouri. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, right. so St. Louis, old thank generation you. versus not. Yes, he also said Warsh, if that helps anything. Mm. Um, but anyway, stages St. Louis announced the complete cast and creative team for the world premiere pre-Broadway engagement of 
The Karate Kid, the musical, starring as Mr. Miyagi will be Giovanni C. John Cardoza will be Daniel LaRusso, two-time, two-time Tony Award nominee Kate Baldwin will play Daniel's mother, Lucille. Uh, Alan H. Green will play the head of the Cobra Kai Dojo, John Kreese. Jake Bentley Young will be Johnny Lawrence. Uh, We will have the complete cast breakdown in the show notes if you want to read through all of that. As we have talked about before, musical lyrics is by one of grace's good friends drew gasparini robert mark Kamen has written the book it is being choreographed by um kione and mari madrid who grace and i interviewed about a show last fall and under the direction uh the show will be under the direction of aman miyamoto um this is very exciting like uh, this is one of those shows where it's like if this was happening with somebody other than like drew gasparini i'd be like this is a blatant money grab. And to be right. fair, I hope that yeah. Drew is making a ton of money. But when you bring in someone like Drew Gasparini to do a m- movie to musical adaptation, like this raises the interest level to me because he's not, with yeah. all due respect, Shaman and Whitman or somebody like that. Like he's somebody who does a little bit more cutting edge stuff. As much as I love Shaman and Whitman, my exactly. love for them is yeah, yeah, yeah. well known. But like, this has some interest to me, and throwing in Kate Baldwin is obviously never a bad thing. The best, yeah. That's kind of what I, how I'm approaching this, because on paper, the Karate Kid musical, or a Karate Kid musical in general, does not interest me. But Drew Gasparini is a an incredibly interesting, in the best way, writer, composer, and I just, like, this is something that would get me to see it. Where before, I'm like, other than the casting, which sounds great, and especially Kate Baldwin, Baldwin, who I would, you know, walk through hell for. I it, it's not necessarily a property that I'm like sure, that's fair. one one desperate to see adapted to a stage musical uh and two don't have any real prior attachment to it. It's definitely something I enjoy, but I'm not an obsessy yeah. about it or anything. Yeah. And Co- Cobra Kai is incredibly it's good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's also interesting the way they brought in Kione and Mari where they yeah. have a they don't really ha- they're not musical theater people although they are choreographing and directing uh, mm-hmm. once upon a one more time but they're like they're hip-hop they're um you know more modern dance people so it's like i think the ability for them to bring not only their asian backgrounds and their unique style of dance and make that translate into something um that can replicate the martial arts i think is really interesting totally. i mean we know sonia taya did that off-broadway show kung fu was it just called kung fu a number of it years ago been. i uh, think you're right yeah but and that i mean the choreography that she did for that got rave reviews um so i'm interested to see how the blend of karate and dance works in this i've got an aunt who lives in yeah. st louis so i'm i don't know do i need to make i'm gonna i'm planning on going to see so. a couple shows at the muni this summer do i need to make multiple trips yeah I need to call my aunt do. Molly. My aunt Molly I is my aunt Molly is teaching at a conference in Cyprus right now, so I might need to wait for her, oh, okay. Doctor Molly, Molly, Molly PhD, the aunt yeah, Molly PhD. Right, yeah, so um, I might need to just <laughs> Doctor Aunt, Doctor Aunt, Aunt Doctor. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, might need to make a trip out there because uh, this is really really interesting. But anyway, moving on, coming back to the Broadway, it was announced last week that starting on Tuesday, April fifth, Jewel Blackman will be promoted 
from a fate in Hadestown to the full-time Persephone. She has gone on a number of times here in recent weeks due to some illnesses that have been happening over at the Walter Kerr Theater. But she will be replacing Lana Gordon full-time after Lana plays her final performance in the role on April 3rd. That means that they are going to need a new fate over at Hadestown, and Sayara Joy Ross will be joining the cast to take over Blackman's role. Ross was most recently seen in Classic Stage Company's uh, Carmen Jones, which I have raved you about. She yeah. she was uh, nominated for a Lucille Lortel Award. Actually, she won the Lucille Lortel Award for Best Featured Actress in a Musical for that. Also had a nomination for um, for the Drama Desk for that, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, very cool with that. I actually have seen Joelle Blackman as Persephone when she was the understudy when Amber Gray was in. So, the second time I went to yeah. see the show, I saw Jewel Joelle step in. Um, very good. I, I will go on record, and I don't think this will be a surprise to anybody that I don't think anybody can replace Amber Gray. But yeah. Joelle did more. <laughs> well documented the saying. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, but Joelle was more than capable of making that role her own, and I'm excited to see what she's able to do when she is playing the part full time. Absolutely. I'm just really surprised by how quick of a change because Lana just came on. But as- did she? I mean, like. Well, I mean, she was there and obviously the understudy, but I mean, she wasn't really there. She was like you in this New York trip. Just <laughs> well, Lana, like- I don't think, no, Lana wasn't part of the show. She came in when they re, uh, oh, wait, no, you're right. Cause that, that, okay, no, 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 you're right. She was the alternate or like the, 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 yeah. she was doing two shows a week. Okay. I was getting that wrong. Cause Amber just left recently. I wonder if she's got another yep. project coming up. Maybe. Very possible. Yeah, very possible. But all right, let's um, move back out of the New York and let's actually head across the Atlantic for a pair of stories that are very exciting, actually. So we had talked pre-pandemic about the fact that there was going to be a West End revival of Sister Act, the musical, and that Whoopi Goldberg was going to play Mother Superior. Well, that revival is still happening, just not with Whoopi uh, leading the show. Instead, this revival, which will begin performances on July 19th, and is scheduled to run just through August 28th at London's Even Tim Apollo. I, I think that's right, Even Tim. Uh, but <laughs> Jennifer Saunders will be playing Mother Superior alongside the always phenomenal Beverly Knight as Dolores Van Cartier. And here's where I got excited, playing Sister Mary Patrick, the one and the only Kiala Settle. Yeah. Which is like, hello, that's phenomenal. Um, Lizzie B is going to play Sister Mary Robert, who is somebody who always steals uh, that show, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. So um, I saw the tour of Sister Act the Musical and was always really surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I think that's a really fun I think it's musical. a fun one. Yeah, for sure. All right, sticking in London, we got some news late last week about two big-time stars that will not only be bringing a show to the West End, but be bringing a world premiere by the one and the only Teresa Rebeck. We are both big Teresa Rebeck fans. Mm -hmm. And it'll be Bill Pullman, Independence Day president himself, (laughs) starring alongside Tony nominee and the sheriff on uh, Stranger Things, David Harbour, also... The uh, Red Guardian, if you saw Black Widow. Oh, um, yeah, they will course. be starring in the world premiere of Rebeck's new play, Madhouse. It'll begin performances on June 15th and is scheduled to run through September 4th at the Ambassador's Theater in the West End. And it will reunite Rebeck with the director of both Seared, which you and I obviously adore, and Bernard uh-huh. Hamlet, the man with the Ooh, best yeah. name in theater, Moritz von Stupenagel. Ah, I indeed. love it. I love it. Uh, the, uh, according to the show notes, the 
play is set in rural Pennsylvania and concerns Michael, played by Harbor, who has returned to his childhood home to look after his dying father. His siblings Ned and Pam soon arrive, determined to work out how much money Dad actually has left and how they're getting their hands on it. I am a sucker for anything Teresa Rebeck, and I am a sucker for anything like this. There's another play that I think is coming fairly soon with a similar idea, but this just um, so many like secrets and stuff can pop up. I'm really, really interested Mm -hmm. in this show and hope that it makes its way over here sooner rather than later. Definitely, yeah. Grace and I talked a little bit about this the other day when David was announced. uh, Yeah, Bill's been announced since then. Yeah, Bill's the the new one hadn't been announced yet. I'm a little surprised by that, but I am really excited to get the reviews for this and also hope for a transfer because Rebex stand for life. Absolutely. All right, actually, let's take a break from the news real quick and talk about our sponsor for this week, Today Ticks. You all know my trip here this past week did not go according to plan, so you know what that means. I have to start planning for my May trip. Fortunately, I already have some stuff uh, pre-booked because uh, I was able to get some things transferred over. The folks at um, Second uh, uh, Stage and uh, Signature were more than gracious to either give me credits or to transfer tickets to my next trip. But that means I still got, I don't know what, good two, three dozen slots to fill for my, natri- my May trip. I will, of course, be heading over to Today Ticks to fill those up because I can see so many more shows than I normally would because of how quick easy and cheap everything is at Today Takes. They have great prices for some of the best theater that you're going to see. And as you and I were talking about before the show, Ashley, there are so many great shows opening in April. There's almost too many great shows opening this spring. Um, But if you need to figure out what you want to see... Today Ticks is your one-stop shop for theater tickets with the best value. And what's great is via the website or the Today Takes app, you can check out in 30 seconds and get your tickets with ease. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you are planning a May trip or if you live and suffer in Pete Davidson's New York every day, <laughs> you can find tickets through Today Ticks. This is, you know, exclusive pre-sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold out shows, day of discounted tickets. And also, I mean, you might be thinking about a trip now that we're in spring finally, and it doesn't have to be to New York. It doesn't have to be to London. You can find tickets in cities across the country and around the world, including Chicago, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more. You mentioned all those April shows, though. Oh my God, I was looking earlier. Uh, we've got 15 coming up, and we're talking Plaza Suite. We're talking Birthday Candles. We're talking American Buffalo in the minutes. Most of those are available on Today Ticks. So if you're yeah. planning a marathon run of all these openings, which I am, you would be a fool. Yeah, which you are. Uh, you'd be a fool to not go to Today Takes. Absolutely. And I need to check to see uh, what Today Takes offerings are in St. Louis to see about uh, a little yeah, trip to go see exactly. the Karate Kid. Also, pro tip, if you don't have tickets for Suffs at the public, it's completely sold out. But Today Takes is releasing some tickets here and there. So put those alerts on and get those tickets there because you are not going to want to miss this one. Fools. Yeah. Anyway, see that show <laughs> that you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytakes.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Takes purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todaytakes, T-I-X com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. Todaytix.com slash Broadway and then use promo code Broadway. Do it. 
All right, Ashley, this is the news that late last week made me incredibly happy and Grace incredibly angry. Okay. Because the Broadway League announced that they will resume reporting grosses for individual shows starting this week, starting tomorrow, Tuesday, March 22nd. We have only been getting the collective totals for all shows on Broadway since The Great White Way reopened last year. But not only are we going to start getting individual show grosses starting tomorrow, the Broadway League is actually going to be releasing grosses for all of the weeks thus far in the 2021 to 2022 season. I imagine that folks over at like Forbes and Broadway News will be doing a deep dive on all of those numbers. I will be looking forward to doing that this week. I'm sure Grace is stewing about this. (laughs) Uh, We might have to work out a way for me to only do those so she doesn't have to worry about it. But um, the the Broadway League and President Charlotte St. Martin, my Biffle, said, quote, with the optimism that comes as spring approaches and, and as the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic recedes, although Charlotte, let's be honest, this is mm. things aren't going well in Hong Kong and in Europe. Let's not let's not get ahead mm-hmm. of ourselves. But she said 16 new Broadway productions are preparing to open in March and April and audiences from across the country and around the world are returning to New York as we move forward into this more normal time, which she did put in quotes, Broadway sales figures will be reported on a weekly basis beginning March 22nd, 2022. I'm all for the optimism. I don't think the optimism is a very good idea because I think we still need to be making sure that we are doing everything we can to prevent the spread because there are more variants rising up around the world right now. And that means that they will be here eventually. But from the nerdy before times part of me, like I'm very much looking forward (laughs) to having this information. I am, uh, you know, apathetic as you could be about this. So we all we cover all spectrums here between the three of us. I yeah. just uh, clearly they are desperate and shaking to report gross news. So have at it, I guess. Gross news, no pun intended. Gross, gross news. news, not yeah. grosses, but gross news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, let's talk about something that is not gross. In fact, it is lovely, and I think it is still long overdue for these two individuals to have the uh, honor of being named the Isabel Stevens and Tony Award winners. But on Saturday, March 26th, from 12 noon Eastern Time to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley will be hosting a 10-hour Stars in the House telethon to raise money and awareness for those affected by the ongoing war in Ukraine. Donations from the event will benefit the International Rescue Committee and their humanitarian efforts for those affected by the war. The event can be viewed and listened to on starsinthehouse.com, the Stars in the House YouTube channel, and as well as Sirius XM's Stars Channel 109. Now, I'm going to run through a lot of these names, not all of them, but there are so many great names. I like went through to see which ones I could pick out, and I was like, I can't. There's just incredible. Yeah. The star-studded lineup includes original SCTV cast members Martin Short, Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, and Andrea Martin, plus appearances and performances by... Steve Martin, Annette Benning, Billy Porter, Audrey McDonald, Cynthia Nixon, Lori Metcalf, Titus Burgess, Kristen Chenoweth, David Hyde Pierce, Kelly O'Hara, Robin DeJesus, Donna Murphy, Annalie Ashford, Jesse Mueller, Josh Groban, jo- Judith Light, John Stamos, Lindsay Mendez, Laura Benanti, Norman Flippin, Lear, Betty Buckley, Rosie Perez, Mandy Patinkin and Catherine Grody, Rachel Bloom, Patrick Wilson and his wife, who was incredible in the Oscar-nominated film The Lost Daughter, uh, Degmara Domanestic, mm. uh, Shoshana Bean, uh, James Monroe Eichelhart, Deborah Monk, Bonnie Milligan, Ali Mozzie, Adam Pascal, Donald Lynn Champlin, Javier Munoz, Norbert Leo Butts, Katie Fennerin, Ruthie Ann Miles, Andy Carl, uh, Andy Carl and Orfe, Marina Baccarin, which is, she just kind of comes out of nowhere. How is 
Marina, how did she get involved with this? Christine Petty, Colin Donald and Patty Murin, Santino Fontana, Judy Kuhn, Kevin Chamberlain, and many more, including some that will still be announced. This is an incredible event. Not too shabby. Like, this is something that, like, I feel like I'm going to have to, like, turn on on Saturday while I have, like, the TV on, um, like, the NCAA basketball tournament and, like, just have this up and be like, switch over to what i'm listening to depending on who shows up because that's very cool and uh, my appreciation for everything that seth and james do knows no bounds most definitely very cool most def um all right let's talk about some theater on screen news and actually both of these stories have an overlap here which i think will become pretty obvious uh, here in a second but the first is is that late last week we got a new set of stars that have been announced to be joining the upcoming warner brothers film adaptation of the musical version of the color purple. We learned that the legendary David Allen Greer and the equally legendary Louis Gossett Jr. will lead a new group of cast members that'll be joining the film that is slated to hit movie theaters later this year. December 20th, 2020. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not correct. 2023. I got ahead of myself. I forgot what year it was. That makes more sense. That that, that makes more sense. But they, of course, will be joining Fantasia Barino, uh, Danielle Brooks, Corey Hawkins, her, um, Coleman Domingo. And somehow I missed the fact that... Halle Bailey is going to be young Nettie. Did I miss that? I don't remember that. I don't remember. I feel like I remember that, but I could just be getting confused yeah. with everything else lately. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, playing Shug Avery, and as she's been TikToking out, uh, really working on the vocals, um, which is super impressive, Taraji P. Henson mm-hmm. will be playing Shug Avery. And yeah. we got more news about her adapting a stage property for the screen. And this one's a little different. This is a little-known play by playwright Alessandro Kamen. Um, it is called Time Alone. It originally debuted in Los Angeles in 2017. And Taraji will not only star in it, but she is um, one of the people behind it from her TPH Entertainment firm. It is being um, directed by the playwright as well, and it's being produced by Todd Black, who is the producer of the Academy Award Best Picture nominee being the Ricardos. In the play, um, Taraji P. Henson plays the mother of a police officer who was murdered in the line of duty. And then there's another character named Gabriel, who is a young man convicted of killing a gang rival. Their parallel journeys bring them to the world's most lonely places, the silent house of a grieving mother and a solitary confinement cell. Um, So... This sounds like a really interesting play. It sounds like a two-hander, yeah. you know, kind of thing. I'm interested to see how these this gets adapted uh, for the screen. And as we've said before, Taraji can also do no wrong. Even in, even in Annie Live, where even she was a Live. mess, she could do no wrong. <laughs> she in the oh scenery, my God. absolutely. But she was having the time of her life. She was, but I, you know, I love this part of her career. She's an Oscar nominee. She's a yeah. huge star on on both the big and small screen. The fact that she is leaning into like this like little theatrical corner yeah. of her life, like I did, I wouldn't have guessed that. Um, but we obviously <laughs> knew she could sing. I mean, like she sang in Hustle and Flow and on Empire, and like this mm-hmm. is not a surprise. But like the fact that she's like going full bore into the musicals and then also like the stage adaptations, like I am very much here for this. And of course, I talked about the fact that like I first saw her in like a police procedural on CBS with mm. you know with. Jim Caviezel and um, oh god 
what's his name from Lost? I can't remember. But anyway, uh, it was a great show, too. Um, Michael Emerson is who I'm talking about. Ah, The stage and screen star himself. Exactly. I like that she's finally gotten the recognition that she deserves and is now making really fun decisions with her career. That's that's 100%. It. They are fun decisions. So I'm yeah. all there for that. And I looked up, uh, Halle Bailey had been previously announced. And I know this from an article that I wrote back in February <laughs> <laughs> for Backstage. So yeah. Congratulations. Yep, yep, yep. It, all it all runs yep. together. It all runs together. All right. I'm going to end this episode with one feel good recommendation. And I know people are like, okay, do we really need to hear more about Lynn Manuel Miranda and Ariana DeBose? Yes. And the answer yes. is yes. But um, they did a really cool sit down last week for Vanity Fair in which they just talked about like, hey, we're both Oscar nominees this year. They kind of talked a little bit about Bring It On yeah. musical, which is where I first saw Ariana DeBose. Uh, they talk about Hamilton. They talk about Tick, Tick, Boom. They talk about West Side Story and kind of the journey with this. They throw flowers at each other figuratively, um, you know, especially because <laughs> Ari... Like Patti <laughs> No, no, no. Getting smacked upside the face with flowers. Um, you know, Ari spent half of a musical trying to kill Lynn um, yeah. as the bullet. So, but it's nice and it's just lovely. Like, you know, we hear so much about like, what people are really like uh, backstage. And obviously this is for a camera, so we don't know, but it just the, the love and appreciation and fondness that these two seem to have for each other. Either they are tremendously good actors, which I believe Ariana is Lynn. I don't know that he's a great actor, yeah. um, but it seems so genuine. It was touching. And I sent it to like, I sent it to Jennifer <laughs> McHugh, um, who has known Ari for most of her life um, and loves Lynn as well. I just, I said it was lovely. And so um, mm-hmm. really, really yeah. loved this video. So check it out. That will be in the show. Notes. It's nice that they're both nominated, and I mean, it would be incredibly shocking if Ari didn't win her Oscar. Lynn may win an Oscar, so to see them win together would be a very lovely cap on everything. Yeah, I actually I have one more recommendation. Oh, yeah, because- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so many people sent it to me on Sunday, but on CBS Sunday morning. Oh, um, how could I forget? I know. How dare you? Maraca talked to James Lapine about his book on Sunday in the Park with George, talked to Mandy, talked to Bernadette. It's lovely. And it's Sondheim's birthday week, so we have to celebrate it that way. Yeah, my grandmother texted me this morning before we left the hotel and said, you're going to love the one of the segments in CBS Sunday morning. I was yeah. like, Grandma, I already know. I know it's coming. I, I just, I'll watch it when I get home. But my my 86-year-old grandmother is texting me about CBS Sunday morning. So that tells you everything you need to know about Her and your niece. I will follow to the end of the earth. They (laughs) clearly know what they're doing. They definitely, definitely do. More so (laughs) than I do. More so than I do. But anyway, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, I am so glad to be back home and back into a regular schedule where I am not doubled over in pain sleeping on a couch bed on the 16th floor. (laughs) Um, I am uh, excited to be back and looking forward to this very hectic and crazy spring. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Mm